Okay. All right. Here we go. Hello. Welcome to the That Is Not How I Remember It podcast. I am Mandy. And I am Jenny. As you can probably tell from our names, we uh, spent a lot of our formative years in the 80s. And we Mm -hmm. both enjoy podcasts. So we are going to revisit some of our favorite uh, 80s memories. Uh, The first one we're going to revisit is the book, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret by Judy Bloom. Yes. And we are actual Gen Xers doing this. So a lot of millennials have podcasts and we thought it's time for some Gen X podcasts. Not that millennials don't do an awesome job because they do. They've, you know, helped my love of the podcast, but we're going to do some Gen X point of view. Right. So we're starting with this book, which uh, when I looked it up, I was surprised it was actually first published in 1970. Yes. I just just assumed it was an 80s book because it meant so much to me in the 80s, but 1970. So it's 50 years old. 50 years old. And if you want to do math, which I don't like, but if you want to do math, then that would make Margaret 61. (gasps) Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, that's it. I wonder what she's up to now. I I don't know. I wonder if she still lives in New Jersey or. Right? Oh, man. I don't know. Should look into that. This also, interestingly enough, is one of the American Library Association's um, most, like, always on the list of most 100 books uh, frequently challenged. So, because it hits that taboo subject of the menstruation. Yes. Yes, I, um, and I pulled up, I looked on, uh, Wikipedia, you know, where everything is completely true, Absolutely. but, um, it is a somewhat good source. And I thought I would read the little synopsis. Oh, what excellent. They said. So, okay. Like you said, it's, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret is a 1970 book by Judy Bloom typically categorized as a young adult novel about a sixth grade girl who's grown up without religious affiliation due to her parents' interfaith marriage. The novel explores her quest for a single religion while confronting typical issues faced by early adolescent girls going through puberty, such as buying her first bra and having, now this is a word that I have never heard of before in all my 40 some years, having her menage, which is first period. Okay. I don't know why they use that word. Nobody uses that word. I've never heard it, but Wikipedia uses that word. Menarche. M-E-N-A-R-C-H-E. Never heard that word. Meaning beginning. So maybe we heard it in our fifth grade when we got pulled out of our fifth grade class for the becoming a woman talk, but I don't remember (laughs) it. We might have. Um, and she's, let's see, and feeling attracted to certain boys. The novel has, like you said, frequently challenged since the 1980s for its frank discussions of sexual and religious topics. Mm. What Wikipedia says. You know, it's funny because when I remember it, I don't even remember the religious aspect of it. When I thought back on it, Mm-mm. I remembered the, you know, about her getting her period. I certainly remembered that famous quote, we must, we must, we must increase our bust, <laughs> yes. right? But I don't, I did not, until I reread it, I did not remember the whole um, religious tension of her trying to figure out what she was, what she wanted to be, uh, you know, the, her parents, uh, you know, inner religion marriage that really sort of 
caused a lot of tension in the book. Yes, that went over my head, the not talking to the grandparents. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of a shock for me. So, but I, I loved this book so much because I also moved like Margaret in fifth grade. Uh, I moved and I was starting a new school and I had, like I said, got pulled out of my fifth grade class with all the girls to get that talk (laughs) about becoming a woman. And so I remember (laughs) reading this book like, Margaret and I are living the same life. (laughs) One in the same. Right? (laughs) Except for yes. that, uh, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't grappling with my religious beliefs at the time. But um, so she had yeah. a few other and things on her plate. Well, she and I were both only children, which I thought was cool because everybody else I knew seemed to have siblings. And then she, you know, not having religion and me coming from a family that was like, quote, kind of Jewish, but more like have a piece of matzah and off you go. You know, and so I thought I, I remember feeling like, huh, so not everybody fits into, you know, a box just like, you know, she doesn't necessarily go to church. She doesn't go to synagogue and neither did I. I went to both some of the time, but not very often. So I kind of, you know, felt akin to her in that way. But um, yeah, most of that went over my head. Yeah. I yeah. Just, at the time, I think yeah. I was more like. Like, she's my age and, and here, I will, I will show you though. This is the cover of my book. (gasps) Oh, you've got the classic. Nice. My old book with her, with like a 1970s dress and blonde hair. Her dress is orange and brown and it has like the big collar and on the front, it says, Margaret Simon, almost 12 and full of questions. Like when they used to write <laughs> yes, things yeah. on the book. Mine has the tagline, growing up is tough, period. <gasps> oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah. That, that is good. So they have even updated the tagline with the covers. They really did. And then inside my book, which, you know, Mandy can see with, I wrote my name <gasps> really sloppily in pencil. And then there's a little sun on the the corner because that was really big drawing suns out of a corner of a piece of paper yes i remember doing that doodling all over you know Mm -hmm. our trapper keepers and whatnot yeah trapper keepers i love that you have your original book i think that is so fun i I found it last year so so i was excited and i i kept it i you know some of the other books that i had i was like i don't know why i have this one or what is this one but i was like I think I screamed when I found this one. I was like, oh my gosh, because I just loved it. And I don't always read books over and over again, but this was one I read repeatedly. Yes. You know, just it's very about to fall apart even now. Yeah, I feel that same way. Like, I am not a big um, re-reader. I figure there's so many books out there I don't want to read. But I remember reading that book a lot as a kid, like just sort of like keeping it uh, like, well, I don't know if it was on my bedside table because I don't know that I wanted, like it was still, it felt a little scandalous to be reading it. Um, But maybe like in the drawer next to my bedside table. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy that it's scandalous. And even today that it's, you know, like a challenged book because 
every girl goes through these same one of the things I was so surprised at when I reread it is how well it stood up like how well it held its sort of meaning and yes every girl still goes through that sort of like that anxiety of you know getting their what was it called I don't know what their first menstruation menage (laughs) their first menage that's probably right? not even how you say it. Right. People will be like, that's not right. Right. And then sort of like judging the other girls who have like, oh, you know, someone else is maturing a little bit faster and you want to fit in. Right. The one part that I laughed so heartedly at was when she found out, oh, she couldn't wear socks on the first day of school. Then no one is wearing socks. Right. Because I had a similar incident. The opposite. I it was like big to wear multiple pairs of socks right? And like you scrunched one down and you had one scrunched a little <gasps> yes. higher up. Like, Ugh. and my mom was like, your shoes are not made for two pair of socks. Your feet are going to be so hot. Don't wear two pair of socks to school. I was like, um, no, I'm wearing two pair of socks <laughs> to school. It's probably the same time where I wore like three polo shirts so I could pop all the collars. Wait, how weren't we so hot? I, I don't. Well, I remember coming home from school and my feet hurt. They were so hot. I was like, maybe my mom knew something. Not that I would have ever admitted it to her, but Mm -hmm. I just thought that was so funny because I was like, I had a similar situation where the mom was like, no, wear your socks. You're going to have blisters on your feet. Wear your socks. And she was like, "Mm -mm, people are not wearing socks. I'm not wearing them. And then she didn't care that she got blisters. No. She She stuck to it. Kept going. Um, I thought it was interesting when they moved to the new house from new they moved from new york city to uh, suburban new jersey town called farbrook i think and um the a girl nancy when she rang the doorbell she goes we got your real estate sheet and i'm like oh my god they, what like I don't remember that ever happening. I'm sure it did. But now you wouldn't just go around and pass out sheets with people's information. <laughs> on information, their daughter's age, right? <laughs> and name. Here's where he works. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I did. I thought that was a little strange too. Um, I was like, did they really do that in the 70s yeah. and 80s? Because I moved several times. And I, I do remember like the, you know, back then people would just sort of knock on your door. Oh, see your new neighbors, you know. Um, yeah. And and she just straight went over to her. I was like, I don't know as a parent. I'd be like, yeah, go over to that person. I don't have any idea who they are and wear their bathing suit and hang out for the day. Right. Have fun. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I mean, I probably, yeah, oh, great. You have a friend. Go, go, go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It, there's so much change. It is nice that it was It was kind of fun that she made a friend right away. Yes. And then I also thought it was sort of funny that they arranged the sixth grade at her school by age. Which yes, but by they birthdays. Did my, kinder, yeah. my kindergarten was arranged by age. The younger kids went in the morning because I guess they got cranky in the afternoon. But also the deadline was December 1st. So a lot of us Novembers went, you know, in the morning and then the older kids went in the afternoon. Yeah. But that was the only time. Yeah, I had never heard of that before, but I thought, oh, it kind of makes sense, especially for younger kids, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, if you were born in May, you're certainly, in many cases, not all cases, but going to be more mature than a kid, you know, who is born, you know, half a year later. Right. And so, no, I just remember that I thought that she was lucky for having a friend come over and, like, taking her under her wing yeah and just making it out like okay friend same class woohoo that's that's amazing 
Right? I feel like some of that sort of innocence of childhood, we don't, we don't necessarily have anymore because of, you know, we watch, you know, so many date lines or, you know, <laughs> or the kids are on their phones or, you know, on, you know, the internet or playing games. And so they're not just like out in the neighborhood necessarily all the time, just sort of, oh, hey, you want to be my friend? Come on over. So on over, that, right. was, that, that was a very sweet thing as that well. That was cute. Yeah. Yeah. Can I also say that um, I loved that the, the names of the products, I don't know if they changed the names because I had a newer book than when you had it, but that they were Teenage Softies yeah. <laughs> and Private Lady Sanitary Supplies. And I said, from this day forward, I only ever want to purchase Private Lady Sanitary right. Supplies. Maybe we could have them sponsor our podcast. We can see. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is not how I remember it. Sponsored by Private Lady Sanitary Supplies. Yeah, and it's private. Like, you can't talk about it. Right. You know, although they, for 1970, I thought it was pretty interesting that she was really open, Margaret was, uh, in Nancy, when she got it, they were open with their mothers, you know, yeah. it wasn't like they talked a lot about it. There was a big support of it. You know, it, it wasn't something that was to be ashamed of, which I thought was really in- great because, you know, however many million girls read this book, you don't want to make them feel ashamed of it. No. And just say that it's normal, you know, like it's not something to be scared of. It's, um, it's a normal thing that happens and, um, you, you know, to be able to go talk to your mom. I also thought it was really cool that when this was written in 1970, that the mom calls the drugstore because the mom only had tampons and so she wanted pads for her daughter. And they delivered them? I was like, there was Uber. This is like Uber in the 1970s. Right. Who knew? I would have been like, mom, don't, don't call them, dude. I know. Let's just go get them. I don't want somebody picking them out and knowing that I know they're coming to my house with, with pets and a belt, which that whole thing, I honestly, I looked online and I'm like, I don't understand how this belt thing. No. And see, because I had the newer copy, we had moved to a removable paper liner. We didn't have the belt anymore. And I knew as I was reading it, I'm like, I think that this has been updated because I think that probably when this was published in 1970, it was still the belt, which again, like you, I don't, I don't understand the engineering of that. And I, I just want to shout out to all those ladies in the seventies who had to wear those because that just, it's yeah. I know. I, I was looking online and then so Margaret and when they go to the store and they get them when she got it with her friend before she actually got it and they bought, she's like, I want the pink belt because it's cute, you know, and, and then I'm still, I'm looking it up and I'm trying to figure out how it attaches and then it stays put and I still, I couldn't quite, you know, figure it out, but it was, it was interesting yeah to try and learn. I, I mean, cause Oh, and then they also said, you can't, the lady in the class was like, don't wear a tampon. That's for older right. people. Right. And, and now the kids. Yeah. Because I have a teenage daughter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not looked down upon. It's and, not frowned yeah. upon. Along. <laughs> I also, I felt that tension of when they were in the store and they were buying them. Because I said, I think I was well into my 20s before I was like, comfortable going oh, in yeah. or buying it, especially if there was like 
a cute boy ringing up at the register? <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. Felt that tension of like, oh, my gosh, they saw the boy as the cashier. And they're like, we're not buying these. And they shoved them back on the shelf until the lady was like, can I help you? I hope you, yeah. I thought that was really written, written well uh, in terms yeah. of like, yes, that, that anxiety. That, and again, it's why it is such a taboo subject. You know, every woman has to deal with it at some point. But, mm-hmm. you know, to sort of feel that like, oh my gosh, this is embarrassing when it shouldn't be. But Yeah. And even now, like when I go to the store, if I'm getting them, I oh every time I put one in my cart or whatever, I run into somebody I know. <laughs> and it shouldn't bother me because, but I'm like, oh, tampons today. I wonder right. who I'll run into. <laughs> That does seem to be the case, right? Anytime you're buying something like, you know, personal hygiene wise, you're like, oh, great. Right. I've run yes, our into- family is not feeling well today, thus the emodium. Yeah. So, or whatever. So happy to run into the next door neighbor. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I also thought about when the, when the one teacher, I don't know if you spend nearly as much time on TikTok as I embarrassingly do. <laughs> the, when that when the lady was like, "Ooh, tampons! No, those are for older ladies." I could not get the um, one hundred tampon song out of my head. Have you heard this song? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so I just kept anytime anyone mentioned tampon, I was singing the one hundred tampons song. If anyone hasn't heard of it, you can look it up on TikTok about how the they sent an a, the first woman astronaut to space for six days and they sent with her a hundred tampons and they weren't sure if it would be enough. (laughs) And, and again, it's like, Oh my goodness. How, how are we like, so it's so like, Ooh, we don't talk about it. Just take them and 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 be quiet. Oh, we hope it's good. We just, and I was trying to explain it to my own um, teenager, like, cause I have a boy and I was like, it would be like saying, you're going on a trip for six days. I'm going to send you with a like 50 pair of underwear. You good with that? <laughs> Is that enough? Are you good? I was yeah. like, so it was a it was a little overreach, you know. Yeah. But I suppose you can you can never be too prepared, right? You so can't. Things and have gone wrong with the space program, so <laughs> they really. That's why it's kind of stopping. It's after the tampon <laughs> incident. This was like, oh, oh. We don't know. Right. Let's just give this to Elon Musk to figure out. (laughs) Um, And then, well, I also thought, you know, a big part of it, obviously the title of the book is she's talking to God every Mm -hmm. night and praying for things. And even though she doesn't necessarily know where she falls on the religious spectrum, she does believe in God. And I like the quote her mother said, my mother says God is a nice idea. He belongs to everybody. And I thought that was yeah. a lovely comment, you know, and if you want to talk to him, you talk to him and, you know, you have your own relationship with him as you want to. And, and so she, you know, prayed to him about that. But then, you know, as an 11 year old, almost 12 year old girl, then she would also pray about developing and her period. And I, I definitely didn't pray for those things, <laughs> probably because I was too shy to do it. I'm like, okay, I'll just keep this in my head, you know? I Yeah, I vividly recall praying for things like wanting certain boys to like me or yeah. like, oh, please just let me get those uh, guest jeans for, you know, <laughs> like if I could just get those for my birthday, I'll be so happy. To- so I think maybe, you know, like 
Uh, my, my prayers were a little bit more materialistic at times. <laughs> I was a little like Margaret and like, oh, please let this happen for me. Yeah. Oh, no, I had the guest jeans prayer as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes, They were big. They were important. They were, they so. were big. I got a pair so. from a store called The Style Shop. So, yes. <laughs> These were significant touchstones in our lives. Yes, I recall it. I also loved when their their first friend got her period and they said, dude, it make you feel older. And her response was, naturally. <laughs> naturally. <laughs> naturally. Feel older. I was like, yeah, naturally. I thought, yeah, that's how I feel every month. Naturally. Naturally. <laughs> I'm not groaning like, ugh. Naturally. <laughs> so. There it is again. Right? <laughs> Uh, yes. To go back to what you just said about the religion, though, I do, I do really, I sort of really appreciated it more as an adult, her, her questioning, her going to the synagogue with her grandmother, her going to, um, you know, the, what was it, the Pat, Presbyterian church, was it Presbyterian yeah. church with her friend, um, well, her going to the Catholic church for, you know, a, a hot minute. But so mm-hmm. I really, I sort of appreciated that, and as an 11 year old, you know, to sort of be really sort of thinking about those things and, you know what she believed. And, and I thought that was really very mature of her. Yeah. It was really very wise, especially even though I loved her grandma. So was it Sylvia, Sylvia, that grandma sounded super fun. Yeah. Like took her to Lincoln center and, and, you know, just like sometimes, you know, teensy bit overbearing and was like, yes, I knew you were going to be Jewish, you know, but (laughs) Margaret was like, what? No. Yeah. I don't know, but she was a good supporter. Yes, she was. For Margaret. Yeah. She was. Oh, that whole grandparent situation. I was, I'm still mad at the mom. I, who, I don't remember that other grandparents when I read it originally. No, but they, they, the other grandparents just randomly, after not talking to them for 14 years, randomly, they're going to decide to show up at their house. And the mother cancels Margaret's. Oh, Spring break trip to visit her grandmother. I mean, she was going to fly on a plane in the 70s. Okay, that was like, like, <laughs> so exciting, right? Yeah. And her mom just canceled it because she's like, oh, my parents are coming into town. We haven't talked to them for 14 years. I'd be like, no, maybe you can work out a time with me. You don't just tell me when yeah, you're going to yes. show up. Yeah, uh, sorry, Margaret won't be here, but you're free to visit right? on your own. Oh, yeah. and Margaret handled it so much better than I was. I'd like, I would have been such a stinker the entire time. And if it happened to me today, I would have been really mad about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I was still mad at her mom. Yeah. And then I was a little bit like, uh, the other grandparents kind of like calling each other mother and father. I, I, I want to make sure that her mother's maiden name wasn't Pence. I don't know. <laughs> I said, sorry, I was like, oh, they were calling themselves mother and father. I said that. So I wondered all happened. Yes. I was, I just, I just, uh, that made me chuckle. But oh, I was so mad about that situation. And then that the grandparents just sort of up and left. They didn't even stay the week. Uh, right. And the dad's like, eh, they were going to New York anyway. And uh, yeah. yeah, that, that was bad but god bless the simon grandma who came all the way from florida right. i know i hope she got married to that cute little man that she met in florida how supportive <laughs> when she said i'm flying back to new jersey from florida in april i'm gonna check in on my granddaughter and he's like okay yeah. i'll go okay let's go he sounds like a good sport he was i liked him i liked him a lot what else you got? You know, there were just some other things that I just, um, I just loved in the story about how she was practicing wearing when she got the pads. She was practicing wearing them. 
And yes. then she was going to, she was going to sleep in it. But then she literally said, I didn't want to sleep in it because if there was a fire, my secret would be discovered. <laughs> I just, I laughed. I literally laughed out loud thinking, I was like, yes, that is exactly what the firemen is. That's if they yes. come to put out a fire at a house, they're going to be like, oh, she's wearing a sanitary napkin. But those oh are the God. things you thought when you were yeah. like 11 and 12 years old, right? Everyone's mm-hmm. going to know that I, you know, yeah. have this thing going on. So, yeah. And then I guess we should mention the bra shopping at Lord and Taylor. Oh, yes. Was Lord and Taylor mentioned in your book still? No, they- it was a different okay. store in mine. Okay, so they went to Lord and Taylor, and as you said, she wore a dress and loafers with no socks and three band aids. So, <laughs> right, because she had, yeah, right, absolutely dressed up for Lord and Taylor and the the bra shopping. Right, and again, she ran into someone she knew who was also <laughs> buying bras. Right, but they were both so like, oh, I've seen someone I know, and I'm buying bras. This is so awkward. I don't want to see them. Yeah. 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 And and then when asked what one she wanted, she said the, and again, I, words I don't understand, Dacron, Dacron was in my book and I had to look that up. It's like a softer synthetic fabric that apparently bras, it's still used today. I looked, I was surprised, but that was the one she wanted because it was the most comfortable and yes. still I'm just I don't know that word, apparently. That was the same in mine, in my version too. Um, and again, I didn't know what it was, but I was just like, oh, I bet it's like some, you know, like sort of like softer fabric or something. So yeah, lots of big, lots of big things going on in that 11 to 12 year old age range for Margaret. Mm-hmm. And the, the square dance. The big, yeah, the big, the big square dance. They had, they had quite a few little uh, all school activities at that school. They did. And they were excited about it. But I remember my daughter doing square dancing in middle school and not being really thinking it was so <laughs> right. Wonderful. <laughs> I don't think I they had an actual square dance, but right? They did do it in gym. Yeah. I don't know why that unit is kept up. I'm not sure. <laughs> Here's a little bit of trivia for you. In our state, square dancing is the state dance. So maybe that's why it's still in the the state curriculum for PE. Okay, it has to be. I did not know it was the state dance. See? I didn't know we had a state dance. Well, get on it. (laughs) Start start practicing your square dancing. We'll have a a hoedown here uh, once uh, this pandemic lifts. Once COVID's over, we're going to have a square dance. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Get your ruffle skirts out. <laughs> well, I loved the book. I loved revisiting it. It was, um, I, I remember it fondly and, and rereading it just made me think like even more highly of it because it just really did hold up. Yeah. I didn't read it and roll my eyes and groan and think, oh my gosh, I thought this was great. I just thought... Wow, how impressive for her to have written something 50 years ago that's still yeah. like a modern, uh, you know, fiction that still holds mm-hmm. up. Right. I didn't cringe. Like, right. I, you know, I just didn't go. Ugh. And and even the the boy girl party and they played, you know, spin the bottle and the closet. Yes. Yeah, game. It was, and- it was done really sweetly and innocently. Yeah. And, you know, and I remember rooting. I'm like, I hope she gets Philip. Leroy or Leroy or whatever his last name is. And then she did. And I was like, yes. 
And that, like, I remember thinking, oh, Philip Leroy. And now as I read it as an adult, I was like, no, I don't like Philip Leroy. No, thank you. No, thank you. He, he, no, he seemed obnoxious and like just wanted to follow yes. the crowd and yes, and so cocky. And I was like, yeah. oh, stop. And Laura Danker, I was like, oh, oh. poor Laura Danker. Poor Laura. Yeah, just poor developed Laura. earlier than everyone else, and then she was ostracized because of it. I know, and uh. you know, it's like apparently she didn't live in a decade where you could just wear big sweatshirts, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> She didn't live in COVID times. No. And you poor know, girl. I, no, I felt so bad for her. And it still shows you that, you know, I mean, kids obviously don't change, but that, right, you know, right. they singled her out. And then Margaret's in this nice little group of girls, well, who are nice a little bit, right. but not when it comes to, you know, someone who's different right. than them. And then she's like making up. Um, she's like, oh, did you see how Mr. Benedict looked at her? And I'm just... Like, oh, you cannot say that now, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, that was a little cringy. Like, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah, that was the only part I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'll say this. I did not know, um, because I've never read it, that she then later on wrote, Judy Bloom later on wrote a male perspective book called Then Again, Maybe I Won't. Have you read that one? I, I did read it, and I... Uh, remember a part where there's like binoculars involved and it even as a child I was like yeah I did not like I don't know maybe we'll have to read that one too but I have to put that on our list yeah that was even as a kid I was like I think there's a red flag here (laughs) (laughs) all right yes I think we must revisit it but uh if you think of other books if you're listening to uh our initial podcast here and you think of other books that you think we should read um, let us know. We have an Instagram account um, at not how I remember it and uh, a Gmail at not how I remember it at gmail.com. We would love to hear your ideas because we had so much fun rereading this that we are anxious to read others. Yes, thank you for joining us. We had a really fun time, right? We don't have a fun uh, catchphrase yet. No, but you know, if you have one, send it in. Right. Stay tuned. <laughs> think of one. Stay tuned. We might, yeah. we might get one soon. So thanks for joining us. We will uh, read another book uh, soon from our childhood and discuss Mm -hmm. it. But I think this was just the best book to start with because it really held up and it really, I read it um, from a different perspective of, you know, as an adult woman to um, really sort of appreciate a lot of the things that she went through at 11 and 12. And then we're still avid readers today. So keep reading. Yes, absolutely. And we will uh, catch you next time. Bye. Bye. My God, I've become my mother. I dare you. (laughs) Maybe that's our next podcast. Yeah. How do you program the VCR? The the, the commercial. My phone doesn't have it. Yes, it does. Yes, it does.